This is Pastor Mario Gomez. Hey, what's up, guys? So thank you guys for joining us. We're going to be talking about self-control, and then I'm going to hand it over to uh, Pastor Mario. Actually, he's just going to drive it the whole way. He wrote up this show, and God, and God was dealing with him. Um, so tell us why was God dealing with you? Uh, yeah, well, as you guys know, last week we had some person that trolled our live video and I don't want to give a lot of uh, airtime to him but anyways we just had a person that that wasn't a a nice person and um it took everything inside of me if you look at the at the um the video um you know people think I'm pretty chill I'm pretty relaxed and I am mm -hmm. but I also have a temper and uh, so that's why we're talking about self-control today. Mm -hmm. And I, I've tried to hide it, you know, very well. I thought I used to hide it really well. But anyways, so the Lord was dealing with me with self-control. And in a, in a time that we live in where tolerance is more acceptable than truth, um, let's see what the Word of God has to say about self-control. Because eating, drinking, sex, spending, even good things can eventually destroy you if you yeah. do not have self-control. So our culture is not into discipline. We're used to, if it feels good, do it. If it's okay, if everybody else is doing it. That's why you see trends. You even yeah. see trends um, in the kingdom of God, in, in church. Uh, you'll see different things um, you know, that are good for a season, and then they, they're gone and, and done away with. But this show is about self-control. And uh, anger is sometimes our go-to. People can come, you could, you could, um, you could clam up or blow up. And I'm the type of person is when I'm angry, I clam up and then it simmers and simmers and simmers until a later time. Then it's just like, blah, like, you know, so it's mm -hmm. not a good thing. So mm -hmm. I'm a clam up type of anger person. What about you? What no, I blow up. Yeah. I just I want, blow I, up. I wanted her to say it out of her dirty little mouth. She definitely I will a blow, blow up, up on yeah. you and yeah. then repent later. I will tell you off <laughs> and then repent later. So that's why self-control for me is really stop candy. Take a moment. What are you going to say? Think about what you're going to say. Would Jesus say that? Um, would Jesus do what you're about to do? Because, no, I, I'm a blow up. So, so if you're a clam up person or a blow up person, when you get angry, um, no matter what, we need to deal with this. Mm -hmm. And there's th these two kinds of people need to learn how to deal with feelings or anger. Yes. And so our society doesn't know how to handle anger. Check this out. Half of the murders in the United States happen between family members. Isn't that crazy? So that, sh that shows us that we don't know how to deal with mm -mm. anger. And mm -mm. if you look in the world um, and, and just in America, I mean, people are blowing up like nobody's business. I mean, it is not safe out there. No self-control. I mean... Yeah. Look at all the videos that go on Facebook and, you know, that are on, what is it called? Like World Star or whatever. People yeah. will go crazy. <laughs> Road rage. Yeah. They will yeah. jump out their car. They will beat you with a bat, beat you with a crowbar. They will fight you just because you cut them off. Who does that? 50 years ago, who did that? Nobody right. did that. They had more self um, control. The thing is, were those people not angry? 
yeah, that you would get angry 50 years ago, 100 years ago. They got angry, but they had self-control. We have a generation that doesn't know self-control, and they want to keep it 100 and keep it real. Well, <laughs> keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. You can't always keep it 100. You can't keep it 100 at your job. You'll get fired. You can't keep it 100 at certain places. You need to keep it 99 and keep it walking. You yeah. know? Well, the uh-uh. thing is, too, I just saw a video earlier and it was from a sheriff in Tampa Bay, I guess. A, a Uber driver was had a concealed weapon, and a person, a man, threatened the Uber driver. I don't know the exact story, but the sheriff was saying this: is that the Uber driver had every reason to defend himself because the guy, the other driver, was threatening the Uber driver and the passenger. So yeah, he ends up. The Uber driver shoots this guy to death. And, and I'm telling you, yeah, some so. people don't play. That's why I said some people, yeah, you'll get road rage and you'll, <laughs> you're going to come up to somebody that ain't playing with you. Yeah. You act dumb. You want to get off your car and act crazy. Somebody got a gun. You guys need to stop. And that's where self-control comes. You need to pick your battles. You can't fight everybody. Right. And you can't respond to everybody. People go Facebook crazy. Right. Fighting over Facebook. Look, you have an opinion about me. Go ahead and have your opinion about me. I don't have time. A lot of people don't got nothing to lose. They really don't. They don't got nothing to lose. They can go to jail and get a free meal and have a roof over their head. They don't got nothing to lose. But do you got something to lose? If you got something to lose, you better just keep it walking, turn the other cheek and keep on going. I have a nursing license. So sometimes people get crazy with me. But every once in a while, I said, you know how long it took me to get that nursing license? That person ain't got nothing. That person, you know, um, public assistance, she getting crazy with me. Who's going to lose something? I'm going to lose something. So I need to keep it walking. It ain't that I'm a punk. It's just that I got more to lose and I'm a little smarter than you. You can go ahead and fight everybody in the hood. I'm going to keep it walking. I have to have self-control. Right. And so let's, let's, because this show is about biblical answers for, mm-hmm. for lifestyles of 2018. And, and we know that, you know, our God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Anger is not a sin. God gets Mm -mm. angry. Jesus got angry. We need to manage our anger. Um, If I don't, you know, if I don't manage my anger, then it turns into something else. And so we're going to give you Mm -hmm. seven practical ways to help manage uh, uh, anger and self-control today. And so we hope you guys enjoy the show. You could follow us on Anchor um, on Apple Podcasts as well, Candy in the Neighborhood. So check it out. And today we're coming, you know, to you live from Playa del Carmen in Mexico. So we hope you guys like the show. So number one, number one, resolve. It means to control anger. Stop making excuses. Take responsibility. Proverbs twenty nine eleven. If you want to write that down, Proverbs twenty nine eleven talks about um, resolve, and this is what it says. It says. Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. So, um, yeah. you know, sometimes we, we, we're not wise, especially if we're, we're in anger. It's mm-hmm. difficult for us to control anger. Um, you're talking to, um, you know, a person that, that has had, a lot of people don't know, but, uh, you know, that I had, I had anger issues. It's because I'm, I'm more passive. I really don't blow up. 
Um, really, when I get angry, I turn real quiet, um, and it just festers and festers. And then when it finally comes out, it doesn't come out good. It's not a good thing. And um, so it's super important first to stop making excuses. Take responsibility for your anger. Mm-hmm. So the first one is resolve. And, um, you know, a lot of us, well, that's the way I was made, right? That was my excuse. I would use that. I was all like, <laughs> you know what? God made me this angry. Yeah. He made me this angry. So, hey, Angie, we love you so much, baby. We love you so much. She's so cute. Angie in the neighborhood is watching (laughs) us. And so I used to say, well, God made me like this. You know, obviously he made me like this for a reason. But no, when we say things like God made me like this, we're using excuses to things that we don't want to address. So what I didn't want to address, I didn't want to address that I dealt with anger. Not only did I deal with anger, I dealt with the wrath of anger. And in Galatians 5, in chapter 5, it tells us the works of the flesh, and it talks to us about the fruits of the Spirit. Well, the works of the flesh, one of them is the wrath of anger. And I want to tell you guys about the wrath of anger, because not a lot of people have the wrath of anger to this extent. I'm going to tell you how my anger was. The anger was so bad that when I was in, I should have been in jail a few times already. By the grace of God, he saved me. Because there's times that I would try to fight people and I like almost not black out because I could kind of know what I'm doing. But like I didn't care. I didn't care about consequences. I didn't care about nothing. That person challenged me and I had already told them to shut up. Don't get in my face. I'm already going to go from zero to a hundred. So you back up. I gave them the warning. They didn't stop. So then I'm like, all right, it's on and cracking now. Why well, would just go lose it in anger to the point where there was, you know, I I was hitting somebody that was driving one time and the car, we were both in the car and I was like, I don't care. We're both dying. Like who does that? You're talking about foolishness. You're talking about foolishness. I'm like, I don't care. We're both going to die today. The car is swerving. I'm fighting in the car with the person that's driving. Now, I'm telling you, these are things that that only somebody that has the wrath of anger could understand. It's called a passionate anger. That's what the wrath of anger is. It's a passionate anger. So I had to, man, I had to come to the Lord and ask the Lord to rip it from me before I hurt somebody. Rip it out. I don't want it. I don't need it. There's reasons why we get that wrath of anger, though. We use it as a protection. Something happened to you when you were a child. Something happened to me as a child that I got this wrath of anger as a protection. And you see, you don't need that. God is your protector. God will fight your battles. You need to learn how to run to him. So in Galatians 5, it tells us that it's one of the works of the flesh. And it said, those who practice these things cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So that's when I was like, dang, I practice this. Right. This is not something that I do on an occasion. I practice the wrath of anger. And so I had to 
you know, like plead with God to rip it out of me. And so I, I'm, I know even the day that it was gone because not, not even like a week later, I'm serious, not even lying. I was walking to work. Some chick pulls up in the parking lot, starts calling me the B word. I don't, I don't even know who she is. And I just looked at her and I just walked into work like nothing. And I didn't feel anything. I wasn't angry. I would have said something before. I would have said, who are you talking to? Like, I mean, it would have been on. So when God um, delivered me from that, let me tell you, I was delivered. It, it tries to creep up, though. It tries to creep up. Yes, it does. Uh, and that goes into point number two, realize the cost. She talked about there's a cost. All anger has a price tag. You always lose when you lose your temper. Proverbs twenty nine twenty two. if you want to write it down. And check it out. Proverbs 29, 22 says, An angry person stirs up conflict, and a hot-tempered person commits many sins. So, that yeah. That was me. That yeah, was that's, me before. That, that's, that's totally staple me. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be on your honeymoon? <laughs> yeah, we are, but we hope you guys like it. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. We, we wanted to commit to the show. That's why we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. Yeah, so uh, it, it costs. It costs when... <laughs> Um, angers in our life, you know, and who mm -hmm. it really hurts. Like, yeah. have you ever been mad at somebody and they didn't even know you were mad at them? You know, like that person could come into your um, sphere of atmosphere and mess with you and change your whole attitude. That's a lot of power that you're giving that person. And I, I'm really trying really hard to work on that because there are people that man, just push my buttons. Like last week when we were uh, live on and, and, you know, some jerk called, um, you know, Candy a dog twice. And so I know people were like, man, is Mario, you know, how's Mario going to react? Both haters and my friends um, were seeing how I would react to something like this. Don't forget you know, I'm going through the process of being a, a licensed minister through Foursquare denomination. So I know that them as well. I, I mean, I'm under authority. There, there's people that I can't just pop off. I can't just react. Believe me, Mario Gomez, Mario, you get two Marios. You get the Clark Kent and you get the super, you, you get Superman. Well, Clark Kent that Mario wanted to go to his work because believe me, I found out where he works, wanted to go to his work and then confront him man to man, not through Facebook on type some little thing. Like, why would you say something like that? That's the way I deal with issues. That's the way I deal with things. But we know these days, you know, I was advised don't go to his work. That could escalate mm -hmm. real quick, you know? Yeah. And so they would end up, of course, probably. Yeah, you, you're going to go to jail. Yeah. Because so. you're the one that went to go look for him. I said, no, let's do these smart. Let's do these <laughs> smart. Don't, don't get crazy. Yeah. Because why? We have too much to lose. And There's let me tell you something. If Candy in the Neighborhood blows up, Let's say it just goes viral. Do you think he's the only one that's going to have something to say about me? Do you think he's the that they are going to be the he's not the only hater that I have. There's a few of them. And Mario has his his list of two. If we don't have self-control, 
Do you get what I'm saying? If we don't have self-control, how can God um, trust us with bigger things? If we are not faithful in the little things, how is he going to handle? How would we handle teaching 20,000 people? Exactly. When out of those 20,000 people, we're going to have like a hundred haters. How are we going to deal with them? We have to be smarter, baby. We have to be smarter than that. We can't let one hater, one person's opinion mess with our flow or mess what God's doing in our life. We are preaching the gospel. We are freedom fighters. Of course, Satan's going to come against us. Of course, Satan's going to say something. We can't be foolish. Now, old candy, old candy. What would she have done? I wouldn't even waited for him to swoop up at that dude's job. I would have been waiting for him at his job by myself because I was that crazy. And that fool would have got swooped up. He better knew karate or else he would have got jacked up. But that's the old candy. That's the wrath of anger. We don't do those things. When you're in Christ, Christ starts to change you. He starts to mature you. You start seeing life a whole different way. And when you start seeing your haters, you say, like, what is wrong with you? And then I started to think, like, did I offend that man in any way? Because I didn't know him. Because if I offended him, I need to apologize. That's the way I see it. Because I'm maturing Christ, you know. So when I step outside of my flesh, I don't, I, you know, if I did something wrong to you, if I ever wronged you, if I got over on you, I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. So maybe he thinks I got over on him. Well, what, what did I do to you? Because we have to have self-control. We have to be able to talk. We have to be able to, I'm not saying to walk away from conflict. Mighty men of valor and mighty women of the faith, they don't run from conflict. They, they hit it head on, but they are smart about it. Yeah. They are smart about well, it. Well, there, there's a whole book in the Bible that deals with confrontation and conflict. If you read the book of Philemon, um, it totally talks about conflict and, and um, confrontation, which leads into our third, our third number, uh, restrain your mouth. Think before I speak. Anger control is mouth control. Proverbs yes. 21, 23. I'll say it again. Anger control is mouth control. The average man speaks 20,000 words in a day. The average woman speaks 30,000 words in a day. I heard a guy say, do you re resent it when your wife gets the last word? I said, no, I'm happy when she gets to it. It's a joke. I'm just kidding. So you shouldn't think it was funny. But anyways, no wonder why, guys, when they come home, they want to share you know, everything that went on at work, that's the way they're built. We should be good listeners. We should definitely be um, listeners before we want to react. And that, 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 that's an issue for me because a lot of times, especially when I'm in confrontation or anger, I'm not listening because mm -hmm. I'm already in the red. I'm not listening, or you're listening to, or to I'm listening. respond. I'm still not even listening to respond because anger because I, I, you know, I have a bad temper. So it takes a lot for me to get there. Mm -hmm. A lot for me to get there. But once I'm there, watch out. Once I'm there, dude, it's not a good thing. So this is something, <laughs> uh, of yeah. course, we'll deal with a little bit later. But 
it's super important that we restrain our mouth. Our, our words are so powerful. They could bring life or death. So be careful be in anger careful. what you talk to people, how you talk to people, especially your children, your family. Mm-hmm. We must be very careful. Yeah. Words either build or they destroy. Yes. So that's number three. That's restrain pretty hard, though. You know, on, on that number three, the, the tongue, to tame the tongue? Yeah. Dude. You're talking about really there is I don't I don't see how you can possibly tame the tongue without the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't possible for me. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> it was not possible. I don't know if if people have self-control. There may be people that have self-control in that area. They can tame their tongue. But, you know, and maybe not be a believer. But let me tell you, it took the Holy Spirit, Jesus. It took God's Father, the Holy Spirit. Everybody had to step in on this one <laughs> and hold my tongue. Because this one was really hard for me. I'm used to popping off at my mouth. I'm used to saying what I want to say. And so in, in this time, that's what I'm telling you on that one. That one really to restrain my mouth. Sometimes even when I think I'm right, I have to be quiet now because the Holy Spirit's like, um, be quiet. And I'm like, is that Satan or is that the Holy Spirit? Because I'm not sure because I'm, I'm sure that I'm right right now. I am definitely right. Should I say something? And it's like, no, you need to be quiet. And sometimes what I do is I know that I'm right. And I just be quiet and then I let him stay for a while or, you know, it's usually Mario when we're fighting and then I just be quiet. He don't like me to be silent. That's why he said the 30,000 words or whatever. He's happy when I, when I don't speak no more. He lying. He wants to hear me speak because when I give him that silent treatment, he don't like it. He don't like it. He's like, speak to me, speak to me. Because silent treatment is a form of manipulation. You are telling your mate or your loved one that you're not even good enough to talk to. No, I don't do that to you. I say I'm giving you the silent treatment because if I don't be quiet, let's go back to number one. I I can't restrain my mouth. Stop making excuses. Take responsibility. Number one. All right. So we're going to move on to number number four. four. Reflect before reacting. Right. That's hard. Like, dude, I mean, it's so difficult for us to reflect before reacting because why? Reflect. Yeah. Reflect. Stop. Right. Right. Yeah, that's hard. It's difficult. You'll find it in twenty in Proverbs twenty nine eleven. Wait, cool it when you get angry. Calm down. Deal with anger after you wait. You have to deal with it, or else it will turn into bitterness. Now, let me stop here. A lot of us, um, especially if you're passive, a lot of times we don't like confrontation mm-hmm, because. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be the bad guy. We don't know how to confront. You might have to say sorry later. Even if you're in the right, you, you might have to say sorry later because of the way you delivered the message. So yes. It, yes. Oh, my so God. You, you can, can be right and wrong the way you delivered it. Right. You can be dead on right. Like a hundred. Ladies, I'm going to talk to my ladies right now. Ladies, yes, you could be right. A lot of the times we are. Now, listen. Your delivery is what makes it wrong. You have to learn how to deliver it and we would be cool. You are probably, because you know what? We have like this discernment on the inside sometimes that Holy Spirit is just telling us and we're like, wait, but we need to learn how to deliver the message. 
So, so that I wanted just to share that one with you because it was just hurting right here, just tugging at my heart <laughs> because I'm like, I mess up all the time the way I deliver it. Right. That's where I mess up. Right. Because I get crazy. People will ask, like, they're like, how do you guys do it? You know, I mean, we've been through counseling before and, and oh, there's. We're breaking up. Oh. Are we back on? Can you guys hear us? It says that we're breaking up. Well. Can you guys give us some thumbs up if you can hear us? Let's go. Let's go back to it. There's some hearts right there. Okay. So. Okay. All right. So, um, reflecting before reacting, um, there, there's three questions that you could a- ask yourself uh, about anger. Number one is why am I angry? Okay. Number two, what do I really want? Number three, how can I get it? See, because anger is a warning light. It's a warning light for hurt, frustration, and fear. Mm, say those again. Say hurt, the hurt, frustration, frustration or fear. fear. Then it could turn into anger. anger. It didn't start as anger. You either got hurt, somebody hurt your feelings. You are frustrated or you're fearful. And then it turns into anger. Right. So you got to get down to the deep. Not just that you're angry. Why are you angry? Did somebody hurt your feelings? See, see, and Did somebody when, make you frustrated? Are you frustrated about a situation? You could be frustrated about finances. Right. A lot of the time we could be frustrated about finances. A kid comes in the room. We popped off at the kid. We're angry. It wasn't about the kid coming in. You're just at your last because you're frustrated about finances or fear. You have a fear of something. And, and even when you are angry, I mean, check this out, especially if we're arguing, you're more sympathetic to hurt than to anger. Mm-hmm. So if I said, you know what, Candy, what you just said or how you reacted hurt me mm-hmm. instead of reacting because mm-hmm. that's my go-to. No, you hurt me. All right, here we go. You know, <laughs> right back at you. And then blah, you say something because I'm sarcastic. I'm very, very sarcastic. If you hurt me, if you say mm-hmm. something ugly, <laughs> mostly hangry, yes. She, when she's hangry, believe me. It, yes, yeah, it's there's not, something that happens. Yeah, I know I you're have like, to. You're, you may be hypoglycemic. Your sugars <laughs> are going down. And you just, you just all of Wait. a sudden, this changes. That's, this cha- you could have been literally two hours ago like, hello, good morning. And then hangry comes in. And all of a sudden, you like. Anybody talking to you, this is real. That's a real thing right there. Yeah. Well, well, that's why we always go back to number one, resolve. It means to control anger. Stop making excuses. Get yourself a little power bar. Yeah. Take responsibility. Take responsibility. Okay. So now we're going back to uh, reflect before reacting. Um, You know, more people are sympathetic, like I said, to hurt than to anger. If Candy would yes. tell me if we're in an argument and she'd be like, Mario, you really hurt me when you said that, mm-hmm. dude, I would feel horrible. But if she reacts in anger, then most likely because I'm not functioning in self-control, I'm going to go right back. I'm going to hit the ball right back into her court. Mm-hmm. So try and try it. Try to practice. Hey, you hurt me when you said this. You know, you hurt me when you did this. So, yeah, that's yeah, it's number... It's not easy, though. Yeah, it is but it, easy. But it is. You have to say it right at the... When, it, when, it, when you got hurt, 
ladies, you have to say it, or, or males, you have to say it right then when your spouse or when a person hurts you or offended you, you need to say it right there because it will turn into anger. And at that point, you don't even want to tell them that they hurt your feelings <laughs> yeah. if you're too far. So it's like, really, did you say that? Because you just hurt my feelings. That right there is harder for me to say than just to me to be like, and walk away and be like, and I know he hurt my feelings. He did. It started with hurt. With me, mostly, my anger comes from um, from hurt or frustration. Those are the two that, that yeah. really get me. But just say that he hurt you. Just say she hurt your feelings instead of going into anger. It would just resolve everything right away. Yeah. Number five. Release my anger appropriately. appropriately. Ephesians 4.26. There is a way to be angry and not to sin. Three ways to release anger. Here we go. There's Here we go. Three, ways, three ways. Appropriate ways. Don't suppress it, which I do. Don't push it down. Talk be- it out. Yes, because it is not good to push things that what will happen. And ladies, let me explain something to you. Um, if a guy is expressing himself and... Si- Expressing himself in any way, it's just listen. Be a yes. good listener and yes. take it. Because you know yeah. us, guys, we really don't say too much. And if we do, it's like two days later. Yep. It's two days later. You think we're just messing around on our phone or on the remote. No, we've heard what you said. It's just we process things. We don't really go off our feels too mm-hmm. much. So it's super important to, to understand if he is expressing himself to you it's super important just to hear him out and and to (laughs) to talk it out number two don't repress it don't deny it um because when you repress when you deny it's a it can turn into depression and it's super important to admit that you're angry um frozen anger is called depression don't express it in an appropriate way. Don't lie about being angry. Read Psalms because David was honest with God. When you read the book of Psalms, which which David is a man after God's own heart. That's what it says. David in Psalms, he would say, Lord, like, man, I'm struggling with this. Like, where are you at or what's going on? Right? Like, and he's expressing himself to God. And this yeah. is something that we, it's okay for us to do. It's okay for us to go before the Lord and be like, man, like, I'm just going through it. I'm going through it. Like, can you, so Psalms gives us an awesome blueprint on how to express to our heavenly Mm -hmm. father and not hide it and not let it simmer because it will turn into depression. It will turn into anger and you don't, it'll turn into even worse bitterness. Have you ever, bitterness. have you ever hung around with bitter people or, or been around bitter people or super negative people? Mm-hmm. And most of the times it is because they're in this, they're angry. They're angry because of maybe what happened in the past or what's going on now. So it's super important for us to confess those things. Yeah, and, and let those things go. Let those things out. Because that that suppressed anger, what it does, it's just a cancer to you. It's just a cancer to you. The person that you're mad about, uh, mad at, they're living their life. They, they moved on. 
They ain't even thinking about you, but you're their bitter boots. Bitter boots can't move on. And you won't. You won't move on because you can't, uh, you know, you can't look forward. You're always looking at the past, what they did to you. You're you're angry at the hurt. You're angry um, at frustration, what happened yesterday. You're you're fearful what happened yesterday. Your focus is in the past. That you can't even live in your present or, or look forward to your future. Anybody who has wronged you right now, just let it go. Forgive them. Don't be angry about it. Anger is not good for you when you sin. You can be angry but not sin. So what I say is like, you know what? I don't even want to be angry. So as soon as I feel that anger comes, I start to pray. I put on worship music because you can't worship God and be angry at the same time. You can't. So I start worshiping God. My favorite worship songs, I'll put them on. And I'll just start worshiping God and say, Lord, take this anger away from me. I choose to forgive that person for offending me. Even if they know that they, they did it or they didn't, if they want to take um, responsibility for it or not, Lord, I still choose to forgive that person. And I just, I, you know, I just want to let things go. I don't want to be angry anymore. I don't want to live the rest of my life. I'm 43 And I do not want to live my life in anger. I want to have self-control. I want to be able to be like, "Mm, nope. And I'm doing, I'm doing way better than I used to do. Like this year is amazing for me. 2018, dude, this is our year for real. God has been just transforming us, transforming our hearts, transforming our minds. God's been doing it. And so I'm just grateful. Like, I don't have any hate against anybody. I'm not angry at anybody. And even when people do crazy stuff, I just, I let it go. Well, I let it go. God's still dealing with me in that area. I'm not saying I hate people, but I do, you know, I do have, I, I do have issues in anger. And it was funny. I was texting my mom this morning. I was like, man... Like as a kid, I had so much fear. I didn't even I didn't even like to go to sleep. I know most kids don't like to go to bed because they just don't want to go to bed. No, I had a fear of going to sleep. I mean, I had fear growing up throughout my life, and so I, you know, I was talking to my mom about this, and she was just like, you know, from day one, uh, you know, early on, you know, there there was issues in in my life and and in my parents' lives and. So what happened is it transfers, it transfers, um, you know, to your kids, it transfers to your family life. And so those kinds of things this morning, I was like, man, Lord, you need to help me. You need to help me get rid of that anger because my anger, like when my brother passed away, people would talk to me about my brother in a good way. You know, he died when he was 17 years old, ugly car accident. And, um, but they would talk to me, they would try and, and talk to me about him and inside do, it was just rage against the machine, like so much pain. See, cause that pain got left inside and it turned into anger. It turned into bitterness. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an outlet to let it go and to let it out and to talk mm-hmm. about those things. So yeah, it was, a, it was definitely a root problem, a root cause yes, of my Alice. anger, mm-hmm. of my fear. And the then anybody who hurt my little brother, he, I mean, 
besides him being in a car accident and passing away before that i felt like man i wasn't there i could remember the times when he got hurt and i wasn't there to protect him and so those things i would carry and i carried for years and i i honestly still carry till today and those are the things that i would go before the lord and i asked the lord okay lord i need help in this area because number as you know anger and rage we're not supposed to be enraged it's a sin and it gets you in trouble and there's a cost there you know there's a there's a there's a cost to it which number six we go into here's number six return good for evil oh my gosh this one's difficult i'm just being real it's (laughs) difficult when people talk about you or they hurt you especially even not so much me if they hurt my family or or close friends i mean it's difficult for me to um yeah i'm not gonna say ugly things about them or be mean i just i have an attitude i don't want them by me i don't want to be anywhere by them and it's difficult for me how do how do we do that and the only way we could do that is of course through romans chapter 12 it talks about don't let a person control you by reacting in anger Mm -hmm. you know it's super important for us to um to to love our enemies and and it's difficult it's difficult um to love our enemies it's difficult to love uh the person who hurt you and then you know we hear things like well hurt people hurt people yeah it's very true yeah but i honestly he's still trying to deal with that i'm still trying to deal with that that's just an excuse it's an excuse we go back to number one it's an excuse yes but look at that makes you look when you're when you have something against somebody i mean when somebody has something against you and then they're just they're just maliciously doing something what i do is like i'm like man as a child what did they do to this person that they're a monster what did this person go through that they're such a freaking monster like they have, I know people that have done some things to me that they, they have no remorse. They continue to, bl- to blame me and only me. And they are the victim. And I'm like, dude, you had so much in it. And I had to let it go. So I had to go back to the childhood. And when I started looking at their childhood, what they had to deal with as a child, I started to understand why they're so jacked up? Because a lot of my jack-ups come from when I was a child, too. So why was I so jacked up before Christ started to renew my mind and renew my heart? There was a lot of things that happened when I was a child that, that had um, the responsibility. It was the cause of why I would react the way I reacted. And so it's not an excuse. It's real. That's why I tell Mario, it's, it's real. real. We, we haven't discussed, we, we usually um, don't agree about that. But that's where he says, you're just compassionate for people. You just love people. Maybe so. Maybe so because um, there are people that are really hard to love. And I will still forgive them and I will still love them. And Mario's like, candy and i'm like no i'm gonna pray for them and the way i pray for my enemies is as as if i was praying for somebody that i love 
I am not kidding the way I pray for my enemies. I pray like God bless them, uplift them, draw them close to you, fill them with your spirit, give them the mind of Christ, Father. Because you know what? I don't even want my enemies to go to hell, to tell you the truth. That's just, that's just reality. Hell was not intended for humanity. It was intended for demons and the devil and not for my enemies. So yeah. I even pray that my enemies make it to heaven. I'm so not, that's just wrong. I'm, I'm not saying I want them to go to hell. I'm just saying I don't want to be anywhere by them. I don't think about <laughs> them. I, I don't want to be anywhere. God bless them from a distance. You know, that's just where I'm at. Yeah. You know, I, I just want to be real. You know, yeah, and, and, we uh, always constantly pray that God, um, that God um, forgives us, and that we choose oh, to forgive. Because forgiveness is a choice, <laughs> and that's the thing and is, so, it, you can forgive, forgive people somebody and, and love them from a distance. Yes, you don't, you don't have to keep you don't them have near. To have tea and crumpets with them every mm -hmm. Sunday and, and be like, hey, God bless you, and totally not mean it because you know that there's people out there that you're like, God bless you, bro, and you don't even mean it. Yeah, so stop. So anyways, back to it. Not only that, it, they can get you, they can um, provoke you to anger. So you have to look yeah. at, we're talking about anger and self-control. There are people that provoke you to anger. So you have to forgive them and let them go. Don't, don't let, yeah. you know, things that uh, abuse you, set you off, provoke you. They need to be removed out of your life. Not saying that you, you know, you just hate people. Just some no. people you cannot leave in your circle because they are toxic. Right. So. By far, I'm not saying to yeah. hate people. No, and no, no. By, no, that's not what we say. Well, you're supposed to be quick to forgive. And that's why I said, it's not that I didn't forgive them. It's just, that's where it's at. He doesn't, so. he doesn't want, he doesn't want to be around them. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be around them either, the people, but I do pray for them. So that's what I do do. I do pray for them and it helps me. That's just what helps me release any bitterness. Right. Okay. It just helps me. If not, I stay mad and I can stay mad a long time. So what I do is yes, I pray. Can. I can. So that's why I have to pray for them and like that. I pray for them and I ask God to bless them and I start to see them as a child and it just helps me to, to let go. And so we, we ourselves have to make sure that we're okay. You right. know, we need to make sure that we're okay. God gives us the fruits of the spirit. He tells us what they are and, and we should be functioning those. We should be walking by the spirit, but unfortunately we're human and we don't walk by the spirit 24 seven. I mean, if, you've, if you're on that level right now, God bless you, but we haven't made it to that level where we're walking in the spirit 24-7. Every once in a while, I, my flesh tries to creep, creep in, and, I do, and I, you know, I'm thinking something dumb, or I have a moment where, you know, where I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not good. And so, and that's when the Holy Spirit comes in and convicts us. Dude, we are dependent on the Holy Spirit. Definitely. We, we are in this self-control. We are dependent on the Holy Spirit. You, you can't get far with self-control without the Holy Spirit. So that's why when I'm having these moments, these fleshly moments, these carnal moments, the Holy Spirit comes in and starts whispering to me and says, hey, you, you got out of line. You're out of boundaries. You, you just crossed the line. You need to pull yourself back. And usually I just have to bite my tongue back up because the Holy Spirit will tell you when you're crossing the line. Definitely. You just have to hear and obey.
you know? So um, we're going to go to number Number seven. seven. The last number, number seven, request God's help. Psalms 141.3. It says the enemy pursues me. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in darkness like those long dead. It's important for us to understand and know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens yes. us. So our excuse of, well, that's the way God made me. That's the way I am. This is the way I've been for a long time. My go-to is anger. I have a bad temper. This happened to me when I was a kid. Hurt people, hurt people. Whatever it is, we know that when we request God's help, that he comes through. Yes. And this is the state where I've been in the last week of um asking lord hey i need your holy spirit to help me in these areas because i want to in this in this next season i want to be totally free yes i want to be totally free the scripture that says lord created me a clean heart so i won't sin sin against against you you. i won't sin against you Mm -hmm. created me a clean heart i mean that's my favorite verse because man it examines me Mm -hmm. doesn't examine the other person Mm -mm. it examines me it 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 says lord if there's anything in me rip Mm -hmm. it out at the seams even if it hurts rip it out if it's a bad attitude a bad thought rip it out at the seams so i could be more like you the word of god says that we are created in his image that means to be like him so if we were created to be like him that means that you can be like him that means we could love like him Mm -hmm. we could have a life like him we can do these things through christ that strengthens us and so Really, guys, I mean, is self-control difficult? Yeah. Is it difficult when you're angry? Absolutely. You know, it's okay to be angry, but we can't sin against our Heavenly Father. We can't uh, sin against, we shouldn't be sinning against our brother and sister. And it's Mm -hmm. easier said than done. But it's super important to know where our strength comes from. Yes. And that's the season that I'm in is, you know what, I, I want to be free in every aspect. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything holding me down. I want to do what God's called me to do yeah. in every aspect of my life. Yes, that's where I'm at too. I think that God can't move us into the next season of our life where he wants us to go until we deal with these issues. And we have to always look at our walk with Christ. Is it, am I more spiritually mature? Has, have I grown since last year? Yeah. Have I grown Since two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago. Just look at where you were at five years ago. Five years ago, have you grown? Four years ago, three, two, one, start looking. Because I've grown a lot. The person I was at five years ago, I am not even that person. Four years ago, that's when Clarissa passed away. Clarissa's death changed me so much. Her death showed me how to live. And so that was four years ago, you know, three years ago, man, I I was still still in, in God was changing me. God was changing me and I was allowing him to change me and use me. I was definitely not where I'm at here. Even last year, I look at who I was last year. I had a lot of trust issues. Um, I had a lot of anger still. I didn't have the wrath of anger anymore, but it would try to creep up. I still had a lot of anger 
And um, I was disappointed. I was disappointed. So because I was disappointed, there was some resentment and bitterness down deep inside that I had to deal with last year. And, and it went all the way to daddy issues. So it took me all the way back to my dad and daddy issues that I had to deal with last year. Yeah. So this year, there's so much freedom. There's so much freedom this year that if I don't continue to grow, God can't use me for what he needs me to do like in this next season. So when you are stopped, when you're, you're stagnant, you know how you know when you go to Hart Park, we have Bakersfield Hart Park. So for people that are out of town in Hart Park, it's a river. But there's spots where the water is stagnant. Where the water is stagnant, nothing grows. It stinks. There's mosquitoes, there's bugs. So we we can't be stagnant. We have to continuously move. We need to continuously move with God. God is not stagnant. He is always moving. His spirit is always moving. So we have to grow. When you stop in anger and bitterness, when you don't have no self-control, you don't move. You're not doing anything to the other person. You're affecting yourself and your yeah. growth. You're messing with your purpose. You're messing with your life. And then you want to know why you're so anxious and fearful and depressed and, and you don't have a good life because you're stagnant. Yeah. And you have the resources. It's to call out to your father and say, Lord, help me. Help me, Father, help me. Open up his word and start to read. Start in John. Start to read the Gospels. Start to read his word. I'm going to tell you, you will never be free unless you have the word of God within you. It's the truth shall set you free. Well, what's the truth? God's word is truth and it's alive. And so you want to know the, the answer to, to depression, to anxiety, to, to self-control. I mean, to have self-control anger you want the answers it's in the bible the word of god is gonna heal you but we want to just go to church and not read our bible it doesn't work you have to read your bible so guys self-control don't get angry well you can get angry don't sin <laughs> don't sin yeah all right. Well, we hope you guys like the show. Um, if you have any questions, you could message us. Or if you have any questions right now, we'll try and fill them for you guys. We'll try, try and take them on. No, we're not at our home. We're in um, Playa de Carmen, Mexico. We're on our honeymoon. Yes, and it's really nice, yeah, you guys. It's been really nice. It's been real chill. I've never slept so much in yeah. my whole life. Before you guys, If you guys stay on, I'll give you guys a little tour of the room real quick. <laughs> Yeah, but we're going to turn off on the podcast again, you guys. Um, listen to us at Anchor Podcasts or on your Apple. Go to um, to podcast. Just on your Apple, um, if you have an Apple phone, it should be the purple podcast icon. Just push it. Type in Cam.